Hello and welcome back to Southern Nights. I'm Alicia, your host, and tonight I decided after talking with my eldest daughter that um, I would start a series talking about my personal life. Not just the daily life stuff, but stuff that happened in the past. And I think... I'm going to start with my first ex, which is my first three children's father. I was 17 when uh, we were introduced um, by his cousin, his cousin Christy. Her and I were good friends. She considered me to be her best friend. I considered her one of mine. Now, this was my senior year, well, our senior year, um, my friends and I, and his cousin. And so this was 1996, senior year. Um, it was time for homecoming, the homecoming game, which I didn't give one iota of a fuck about homecoming homecoming game or anything like that but my friends wanted to all go they wanted all of us to go and so I even remember going and picking out a mom I talked about it before uh, my mom getting me this mom and we like added stuff onto it together and um, because my friends wanted to go and I had mentioned how I wish I had um, someone to go with, like, you know, a boyfriend. But, you know, to go, because I, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I wanted a boyfriend. Um, she's like, oh. I'll ask my cousin. I'm like, oh. Okay, see, now I knew who her cousin was. I mean, I knew who he was, okay? I knew of him, because um, he was a senior when I was a freshman, and I was in the same class with um, one of his sisters. And his other sister was in the class below us. So I knew I knew his sisters. And because of Christy, you know, I, I knew of him. And I even remember seeing him working at a movie theater, um, checking tickets when we came in. My parents and I came to watch a movie. And I remember my mom asking him, how he was doing, and he said, oh, just peachy. You know, he was just so happy and, like, you know, think charismatic or whatever. So, anyway, she's like, I'm going to ask my cousin. So, apparently, how it went was she went to his mom, Sandra, who has long since passed away. She ended up dying from cancer at 40 years old. Um... She questioned Christy about me, and she just decided I was perfect. I don't know. She she took pride in saying I chose her <laughs> for you know her son. I cho I chose I chose her. That's what she always said. <laughs> anyway, so this is October, like the first week of October, sometime nineteen ninety six. Um, we all meet up 
at our high school. And we get tickets and we go sit in the bleachers and and she introduces me officially to her cousin. His name is Don. And so he went and got us a soda to share because drinks and everything were really expensive. So we were sharing this drink. But not only that, we shared it with everybody in our row. Like there was like five or six of us friends. So we were all like sipping on it or whatever. <laughs> anyway. Um, he clearly liked me. I liked him. I, I kind of. Like I liked him right away. Um, he drove this little 1996 Nissan pickup truck, gray with an aqua stripe. I remember it vividly. Um, it's kind of pertinent to the story too. Like <laughs> the truck was involved in a lot of things, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so we're like we're at the game. We're not really watching the game. Um, we did not. I. I did not, and my friends did not go to the dance after, but what we did do was went to, um, we moved our, my car and his truck, we went and parked outside of the building that the dance was at, and so we sat in the parking lot in front of the school. My friends decided at one point they wanted to go over to the gas station, um, just not that far away. You know, just a couple minutes to our left, basically. I mean, it was just right there. So they're walking away. At this point, I'm like, I dig out my keys for some reason. And I had a, really this heavy, all-metal R2-D2 key ring. And it falls off the key ring it falls off like it breaks the chain breaks for it and it went like partially up under his truck and we were sitting on the tailgate of his truck so he he jumps and he's like oh i'll get it it's no problem so he's basically crawling under his truck in this parking lot and retrieves this r2d2 thing for me so which i was glad for because i got it back but when he got back up um that's when he kissed me for the first time and I remember feeling tingly and excited and happy that um, we had this first kiss. And that's when my friends, I noticed, were walking back. So they probably saw us having our first kiss. <laughs> um, after that, we were inseparable. Um, like, every day he got off work, we were spending time together in the evening and um even sometimes after school I would I would get out early I had early I could leave early I forget what it's called early can't remember now I had a paper fort and everything I had to show this guy to leave the parking lot that you know I I was in fact able to leave the premises early I didn't have any more classes I was done and uh sometimes I would go by his job and see him for a couple of minutes and and then um, he would come by my house pretty much every evening. So by mid-October, so just a week and a half later, I thought this was it. 
I wanted what my parents had. My parents met and fell in love, and they've been married even still to, to this day. They're still together. And I always admired that. And I thought I had found that. So I was happy at the time. And um, I really thought that that was that. And I know how naive that is. But my mom was only 17 when she married my dad. So I knew it was possible to find someone that young and, and, and make it and stay together. But um, that was not in the cards for me. So I still remember the first night we were together. I, I mean, I can still see it clearly in my mind. Um, I have written out like a, a timeline so I think at this point, um, I will kind of read it. And if I think of something else I want to interject into it, I just will. So I'm going to, I'm just going to read. Um, I still remember that night. His friend Lurch and his girlfriend were there too. And we had a bonfire going. Now, Don's truck was parked back up to the bonfire. So we had the tailgate down and we're sitting there like, you know, maybe eight to ten feet away from the bonfire. Um, Lurch and his girlfriend, I think her name was Lisa, went off to go have sex in the woods somewhere. There was actually this place in the woods. My gosh. I'm going to have to cover my... Okay, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I got them covered up now. They're going to bed. Maybe they'll shush. Anyway, um, there was this place in the woods. It had a concrete like square around it maybe like six to eight feet by six to eight feet it was like this concrete I, I don't know there was a ladder down into it and at the bottom was just grass so I have no idea what it was what it used to be what it was for it was deep probably 12 to 15 feet deep Anyway, they like to go in there and, you know. Um, so Don and I were just left at the truck and the bonfire. And I even remember how the moon looked that night. It was a first quarter moon. And I remember the stars. And I remember exactly where the moon was in relation to where I was laying in his truck. And... I, I just remember all of it, and I remember, stupidly, being like, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I actually, I don't remember when Lurch and his girlfriend came back, but I remember that we decided to leave, and then we went to Walmart, because there was really nothing else to do at this point in time. Um, so we went to Walmart, we're walking around and we just thought, oh my God, we're so in love. And I remember my eyes feeling all sparkly and happy and, ugh, ugh. <laughs> anyway, um, I remember 
telling him in the store that I was worried about my parents knowing um, that, you know, we had done the deed. And then I don't remember going home. My parents didn't know and it ended up being okay. Um, I did think I might have been pregnant at one point, but a couple days later, mm, my cycle started and whatever. Um, but at this point, this is also when we bought the fugliest couch known to man. It was so ugly. It was like plaid, that hard, coarse fabric with the wood trim and stuff. And this old couple was getting rid of it. I don't know. We just thought we would buy it and put it in storage for when we moved out. Thankfully, his family ended up needing a couch, and I hated it so much that I was happy to um, let them have it. <laughs> so we did, and I didn't have to look at it ever again, except for one time in their house. So fast forward a month, so it's now November. November 17th, I knew I was fertile. He started off using protection, but we stupidly said we didn't care, and he, like, tossed it into the trees. So we were still, most of the time, in the back of his truck, because we could, like, he knew all these little secret, like, places to park it, and we could just be alone under the stars, which is still nice, I think, but, I mean, a little, little rednecky, yes, but, I mean, being under the stars, not the back of a truck so much, just the stars, you know. <laughs> Just to clarify. So we threw it out. And that night we had, we had gone to Target. Excuse me. We had gone to Target before this evening. And they used to have, I still remember it, like an end cap near where um, greeting cards were. There was like, this little area where there was like classical music things set up and you could press these buttons to hear some of what was on each of these tapes. Oh God, said tape. And we picked Beethoven. I'd kind of forgotten up until just this moment. I was like, was it Mozart? Was it? it was Beethoven. And so he, he had that going in his truck. We had the back window opened. Um, we had like blankets and everything in the back of the truck and, you know, at first it was innocent. We were just looking at the stars, but then that's when we just, just threw caution to the wind quite literally. And, um, so, um, I did end up pregnant. I did. And I, I want to say this was just another star-filled southern night and that <laughs> grown me wants to whoop my 17-year-old ass and be like, oh my god, what are you doing, girl? No, no, no. With that, I need to say I don't regret my children, but I regret my lack of self-esteem making me choose such a piece of shit. During this time, Deanna Carter's Strawberry Wine was popular. I resonated with it, so, with some of the song, you know, like some of it. 
So I played it a lot. I still like that song. Also during this time, I liked the Strawberry Scented Body Spray. It was a nod to the song and to our new love. The song may mean more to me now, actually, because I don't miss him at all, but I do miss my innocence. I wish I could go back and really focus more on school and taking care of myself and doing my own thing and living my own life. Anyway, hindsight's 2020, isn't it? I graduated in May of 1997, walked off the stage hugely pregnant, and I got my diploma. I was due to have my son in late July. I say my son because he's my son. They're my kids, not his. And as I go through this story, you will understand why I feel that way. And it has been like 26 years in the making of why I feel that way. In late June, we married. I was so sick that night. I couldn't stop shaking. I was freezing and I was throwing up. His plan to help me make feel make me feel better, to warm me up, was sex. Mind you, I am now 8 months pregnant and sick. Didn't care that I was so pregnant with his kid. Didn't care that I was so sick. And this is kind of who he is. So that is the first hint. And as I look back on this moment, all these years, I knew marrying him was the worst thing I could have done. And my body was telling me that. My body was rejecting it. My body rejected the marriage. This is going to be an emotional roller coaster for me because there's so many emotions that I feel. There's so many things that have happened and I hope that as I go along I can remember even more details um, so I can share them with you all. This isn't some made-up story. This is part of my life. It's part of my children's lives. And so I hope that any comments will be nice and kind ones because there is a lot that we've gone through that um, some of which I have never told anyone. So with that being said... <laughs> That is where I'm going to end this episode for now. I will write some more and I will have that for the next episode in this series. Um, I hope that it is of interest to you. I hope that none of you have gone through the things that I've and my children have gone through. But um, if you have, just know... Um, or, or family in that kind of way, um, that we've both had to live such things. And I haven't even gotten to, oh, I haven't even gotten to hardly any of it. Just him wanting sex while I'm sick. 
And I was eight months pregnant. A baby. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you take care. Bye for now.